Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast with your host, Chris and Deepom here. Yep, folks, we are here. It is time to uh, hit that part two of our Green Arrow Character Corner. Uh, you know, Character Corner where we sit there and talk about our some of these comic characters that we've seen in either reading, we've seen in recent uh, TV shows, movies. Just kind of give the, the history on We did part one a few weeks ago. On this, you can find that one. Uh, we went all the way from uh, Oliver's Queen's uh, Golden Age appearance, all the way up to his death at the end of. It wasn't Mike Grell? I can't remember who was writing writing at the time. It was right after the Mike Grell run. Right after Grell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right after Grell. Um, and obviously, this time perfectly right after. We kind of delayed a little bit. We want to get right after uh, the end of, of Arrow uh, as well, which is why we were even doing Green Arrow to begin with. It started the start of twenty twenty. And, um, yeah, so we're going to cover here, uh, we're going to pick back up with Kevin Smith's run. We're not going to cover a whole lot. We, we'll talk a little bit about it. I, I'm thinking we're going to do a separate episode. Maybe we'll do on some ancillary characters, uh, just in, just in general, uh, the Connor, Connor Hawk run, uh, mm-hmm. he basically takes up after, uh, Green Arrow 100 for a while. It's a significant amount of time. Oh, he, I mean, it's. There comes a point when he, Kyle, and Waller the, are all Justice Leaguers, and they're kind yeah. of all legacy characters. Right, right. And so um, we'll cover all that separately. Maybe we'll do it like an episode on just that, that legacy period, like you said, where it's, just, it's the new bloods, right? You get, you get mm-hmm. Kyle, Wally, and, and Connor are the new uh, Hal, Barry, and, and, and Oliver. So I think, I think it might be better to do a better justice if we just kind of cover that, all, that, that time period all together. Um, so we're going to jump right in with the Kevin Smith run uh, that started, what was that, early 2000s? Yes. Yeah. Um, now, before I get into that, I, I do, because we're going so to start with that, and then we're going to go all the way through uh, the, and I just finished uh, yesterday, uh, the Rebirth run with issue 50, which, mm-hmm. magnificent. Like that, magnificent. That, that run. Magnificent. Yeah, magnificent. Um, and we said, this in the, we said this in part one, but... I really feel like after reading a lot of this, a lot of Green Arrow <laughs> for this moment, I got to say that to me, Green Arrow and Oliver Queen work best when he's a man on the ground, right? And he's that street yes. level hero. Yes. Um, he feels way more out of place when he's on the Justice League and when he's fighting these world ending events. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't mean that there's not stuff that works for him there. Like, um, I think we'll get to it when we talk about identity crisis, right? Like, he's good for being the conscience of the Justice League. Um, but overall like he feels more out of place and i think it's also because you have batman there as well and i feel that after reading all this stuff and, and really getting into when they they're able to tell and we we this we a little bit in that first one right they're able to do things with oliver queen that i feel like they would have loved to been able to at some point do with bruce wayne or batman but Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to, to do that, right? So you get things. You get things like a, a Oliver embracing family and things like that. Like it takes a lot for Batman to really embrace that. You know, his sidekicks growing up, like having to deal with 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 Roy and and that trauma. Connor finding out he has a son, being a father, right? All these things that you see these things over in the Batman comics sometimes, but not not to the level they go here, right? Um. His commitments, his commitments issues with D- Dinah, um, yeah. him, him being the, him going into and, and losing himself into being the green arrow. Like there's plenty of times on times I would tell him like, don't be Bruce. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and 
and to me, that is where, you know, the separation between Batman and Green Arrow comes in that like Green Arrow allows you to shows you what I feel like Green Arrow is the more realistic take of what would it, what the toll would be if you were to be this 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 vigilante doing this and the toll it takes on your on on you your family and and the kind of people you're around like it's it's a lot um and um we'll get into this like I said there there's certain certain runs I like more because they focus on that and then there's like the first three volumes of the New Fifty Two run, which I did not like at all. Mm. So we will get into that. Yeah. Um, they, I think they, without getting before we're quickly get into it, they kind of figured it out. They figured out. What oh they no, they did. They did. They did. But once Jeff Lemire takes over, and well, it's that thing of again, it's a recurring theme of 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 Oliver Queen always losing his money. And Brooke Oliver is the best Oliver though. Because it's, it, I, I hate to say it that way, but it's like he is. Brooke Oliver, it forces him to, to not rely on the tools and gadgets and be him and do what, you know, hit the street level and do this, do the street level stuff uh, that made him the hero he is. And it, it just works so well. So um, we'll pick up with the Kevin Smith run. Starts with uh, Quiver, which is the return of Oliver Queen. Um, the one thing I think that stands out with this is Kevin Smith's writing style. The way he writes some of the other heroes is it can be kind of a departure uh, from the way how you normally see it because there's there's some kind of comedy in there that you don't you right. weren't really expecting. Like even Batman's kind of funny at some points. <laughs> it's so this is the first Green Arrow book I ever read. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Quiver. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was a great way. Like if you're if you're a Green Arrow novice. And you feel like, oh, but it's bringing back from the dead. How am I supposed to pick up the story? You'll figure it out because they do enough. You're like whipping around the DC universe. Mm-hmm. All this is happening. It's a very it's it's a story about Oliver Queen, but it's also a story about how Oliver Queen's relationships connect him to everyone. Yeah. Even to like obscure Silver Age characters like Stanley and his monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I really what did you think of Quiver? Is this your first time reading it? My first time reading it. No, I really enjoyed okay. it, and I and I think that it is great because you know you always get these the these character returns from the dead story arcs, and to me the way Quiver is written and the way it handles the story, it doesn't feel cheap, right? It makes everything that happened matter. So one of the key things is Oliver's back, but he doesn't remember dying. And he only, re- as a matter of fact, he only barely, he remembers, I think, right after the Hard Traveling Hero series with him, him traveling around the country with, with Hal in that, in that truck. Like, that's where he remembers. He, that's as far back. His, his memory stopped up to that point. So he's back. So he doesn't remember, he, and, and he doesn't remember dying. He doesn't remember the whole, uh, she didn't, the girl run. The grow, yeah, everything happened in the grow run. So he doesn't remember moving to Seattle. He doesn't remember uh, that uh, him and, and, and Dinah had the falling out because he cheated on her. He doesn't remember any of that stuff. So he also doesn't remember, th- he doesn't also know things like Barry, his friend Barry Allen died. He doesn't right. know that Hal Jordan died. He doesn't know any of these things. And so while the story kind of starts off first with just him being found, he's kind of, he's coming back and, you know, doing these low level things, you start getting him more interacting with other people. So when um, Arthur, when Aquaman shows up and you get the Aquaman that around the time doesn't have his hand, 
He's got the, he's <laughs> the, got the hook hand. hand, right? The beard hand. He shows up and he, uh, him and Oliver fight, and then I love that scene where uh, Oliver, like Oliver, and like Alchemist, like, "Yo, you're back. I thought you were dead. What's going on?" And Oliver's like, "Yo, when are you going to have free elections in Atlantis?" And 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 Aquaman just looks at him, going like, "Like, and you think they're going to fight? And you're just like." Oh man, it's so good to have you back. Like, it's, 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 oh, you yeah, really are back, right? He's like, oh my god, it really. And the same thing when he bring he brings him up to the Watchtower and to meet to, to see the other um, the other Justice Leaguers, and the same thing. There, he just he's like he's like rat. He's like, wait, wait, Wally, is that you, Wally? Why are you in? Why are you in Barry's suit? What's going on? Who's the new guy in the green? Where's Hal? Like, it's just it's it's just this railing. It feels of, like someone walked into DC Universe in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Right. What's going on? You know? But I think it's it's his reaction. It's and it's the way Kevin Smith kind of wrote everyone. Mm-hmm. Like even the first issue, even all the stuff we get with Roy. Yeah. Like it's like when he breaks up the drug ring, like it's like it's gotta be heroin. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it's one of those things where you could tell the the Kevin Smith brought love and, and passion and all mm-hmm. of his it almost it was him coming into this universe. Where the hell is Hal? Why is Wally wearing his pajamas? What's going on here? <laughs> right. He really sounds like the cranky old man. It's like, where's not, not my green arrow, not my green lantern, not my flash. What's going on here? And everybody's just like, what is going like what how is this what's what is what is going on? And like he said, it, it starts off fine, but then again you start realizing certain things like, you know, he doesn't remember the bad things that, that happened between him and Dinah. He doesn't remember dying, right? And the fact that he chose, remember, he died because he chose not to have Superman rip his arm off and stuff like that, you know? And so we're trying to find out what happened. What you find out what happened was is, and again, I like, it gets kind of not convoluted, but I like, I like the way they did it because, it, again, it doesn't erase what happened. I think this is something we've talked about before with DC. It's like DC, I feel like, gets in trouble when instead of trying to find a way to work with their history, they erase it. Um, and I, I, it, it, sometimes it just feels like they're, they're not proud of it. And I get not being proud of all your history sometimes, but like, find a way to make it work. Don't erase it. Um, so what you find out here is one of, uh, Hal Jordan's last acts was, did he do it as parallax or does he do it as parallax? He does it as parallax. But his last acts is he brings back his friend Oliver Queen. Uh, but he brings him back only the good memories. Uh, and what you find is that the it's, it's kind of like a hollow shell of Oliver because the real Oliver is, is dead and living in the afterlife and is like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go back. You know, I, I, I paid my dues. I did my duty. I'm not coming back. And so there's kind of like two, two parts of, of Oliver, right? There's a part that's just... Um, only remembers a good part. It's kind of like a hollow shell. And then there's the whole Oliver. And by the end, you have, you know, Oliver leaving the afterlife and joining back with his, that empty shell of himself to become whole Oliver again. Um, but I, I liked it because it, it, you could see, you didn't really get the sense. Of, you, you, you never really do those other heroes, right? Of getting them to have this idea of, no, I did my time. I did my duty. This is, this is, this, this is me. It's a reward. I earned it. Yeah, I earned this, you know? Did a lot of good, did a lot of bad. And I told him if, if, if Hal wanted to bring me back, and I said that he could only bring me back if he brought back only the good stuff. But you find out the good stuff, uh, it's not enough, right? Oliver is defined by the choices he makes and the people he saves and the people he hurts. 
it's so funny because as you're saying this, it's, it does reveal itself kind of as a meta commentary on fans. Yeah. Do you just want the good stuff? Yeah. Do you just want the stuff that you remember in the fondest memories, or does it all count? Mm-hmm. Like when 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 Bruce figures out that Ollie's back, mm-hmm. he's like, "Wait a second, those this ridiculous. It's all wrong for Connor, and they don't go in that Oliver." Like it's yeah. Oh, I love that. I love I love when when how how Bruce figures out that Oliver brought you back. Yeah, that's great. He's <laughs> like Connor's not much of a dick. Like when he sees like a, a flourish, very uncharacteristic of Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, Connor Connor wouldn't do that. Um, but it also kind of like you said, it shows you how much Connor. In in the other, um, you know, heroes I grew up in 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 and taking these places have 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 become known. The fact that Connor had did so much as a Green Arrow that Bruce was able to kind of Bruce knows the trajectory of his arrows and how he shoots and things like that compared to, to Oliver, you know. So, um, I I and I, lo- I just love seeing how Oliver reacted and interacted with Wally and Kyle in that respect. Because again, and this is something that I, I'll, I'll say, um, you didn't get as much in the, got a little bit of it, but not as much in the Rebirth run. Like, how much Oliver Queen interacted in, in handle, you know, did, you know, with, with Hal and Barry, right? They were all friends, you know, close friends, more than anybody else. Like, you know, he has this, this back and forth with Batman a little bit here, but like him and Hal were best friends and Barry is right there with him. Right. So coming back and finding out that two of his best friends are dead. Yeah. You know, that's a, and he's back. It's, it's a huge yeah. thing. So, so you have, uh, the, and then also, like you said, seeing, seeing the man that Roy's grown up to become as Arsenal, mm-hmm. uh, seeing what his son, uh, that his son, Connor, as I will say the one thing, and we talked about this briefly uh, here, the one thing that threw me off during this run, and I would say from here on out, is the way that Connor's drawn and shaded. Yep. Um, that, was, that was bad. It's also my one complaint about Hester and Parks. I love their line work in this run. Mm-hmm. I love Hester and Parks a lot. I think they did a really good job. Right. But you're right. It's the first, one of the first times where Connor, they whitewash Connor. Yeah, they completely whitewash Connor, and and it's um, yeah, it, 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 for no reason. Like you had him, you had him almost, you had him clearly, you know, uh, mixed race and darker skin in in the the previous runs. Why did you? Why did they go the other way? Like you would never know that he was mixed race, even. So I don't know, but it's also part of the character. It's part of who the character is. So I don't know why they did it that way. Uh, just that's the that's one of the one black marks I had on reading some of this stuff was the way they did. But we'll, we'll cover Connor stuff in a, a little bit, you know, in another episode somewhere else. Um, the other thing I liked about this, I think, it was towards Kevin. Did Kevin Smith do the the ArrowQuest stuff too? That was uh, is that him and Roy? Yeah. No, no. So. Uh, Kevin Smith did the first arc quiver, did the second arc Sounds of Violence with Onomatopoeia. Okay. Yeah. And the third arc is, um, oh, what's his name? Meltzer. Brad Meltzer, who yeah. wrote Infinity Crisis. Yeah. So Brad Meltzer, Mel- uh, Meltzer comes in and, um, and it kind of is, and, it's great, and it makes sense because that, um, Arrow Quest kind of leads you into where you're getting at with Identity Crisis anyway. Uh, basically, 
of Roy and it's another kind of hard traveling heroes thing where Roy and, and, and Oliver hit the road and Roy, uh, Oliver's trying to grab these, these, uh, artifacts. Um, and, uh, what was, what was the, the, it was like, it was right after somebody else that was it after Barry died. No, it was after I retired the first time, I think. They got organized. Yeah. And they got organized in how to handle this stuff and how to um how to gather have somebody come through and gather, you know, any remaining items or, or things you might have left behind. They could trace back to to your loved one, to trace back to um your um uh, uh your identity. And so uh Oliver had asked Shade to grab because they were trying to figure out why uh Catman was at his funeral. Right. And you find out that Shade basically was like, Yeah, man, I wasn't gonna show up to your your, your funeral because a bunch of people there probably would have whooped my ass. So I sent Catman instead. Um to make, make sure, sure you were dead. To make sure he had a death buddy. Yeah, yeah, make sure you were dead. Uh and then I would go and start gra- uh, you know, getting some of the items that you you asked me to to get. And um and so Roy and, and Oliver go and they start grabbing certain things. So there's the, the diamond tipped uh, arrow he used to break the Justice League free back in, uh, what was that? Uh, what, I can't remember what, episode, uh, what issue of, uh, of um, Justice League that was when he joins the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was number four, something like that. Um, and his little, um, his little certificate saying, Hey, you you're now a member of this league and gives you this kind of things. He went and got that the aeroplane, which makes a wonderful comeback in the rebirth run. Um and so like the whole run's so good, but I like going back to Cover for a second, like it starts with them pulling a molecule off Superman's suit. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way to like strange, weird mysticism in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. It's just I, it's so funny because I was wondering, like, how do you start a series these days, particularly a series about a, 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 a character people feel like they know? This is it. This is the perfect first 10 issues. Yeah. 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 Man. I, 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 and I love, I love that where uh, Hal was trying to explain how he got it. He's like, yeah, we know we couldn't pull the molecules off of Batman's suit because he, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Superman. You know, and do his laundry nearly as often. Right, right. Number Archer's quest is great because you're right. It's it's one of my favorite lines. I still use it sometimes. Is you bring your you should bring your uh, your your lucky underwear and a running shoes. Like that shit is so funny. Like that's how superheroes. Like of course we're always bringing our stuff. Yeah, of course I brought the quarter. Right, of course. Yeah, you know. I love the pictures from the funeral where you see Ollie, we see Wally with the Titans, mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of sitting with their friends. Yeah. And I remember, I remember uh, Oliver Azur was like, "Why wasn't Why wasn't Bruce there?" He was like, "He was there. He was there." Trust me, I looked. Tr- trust there. me, trust me. Like, he's like, he, I like the fact that they set the tone for um for Identity Christ because even Z showed up. Yeah, and before they were like, well, "Why wouldn't Z show up?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's. Yeah, and so Aircraft kind of kind of leads into that, right? It's like that gathering these items. You find out some of the items aren't where they seem, right? Like I, right. I believe it's behind the like behind. You find out that, that Oliver, because before um, you find out that uh, before when when you uh, right after the girl when you find out that Connor exists, 
you find you're you're led to believe it's kind of like what happened in Arrow, where uh, Oliver in, in in the show Arrow didn't know that Willem was his son, right? right. Didn't it was his mom paid off uh, Willem's mother and said, "Hey, you're never gonna, we're not gonna do this," right? So what you find out in um, Arrow Quest is that Oliver actually did know that Connor was his son, and actually did ha- there was a picture of him holding Connor. Mm-hmm. There, right, and it becomes a it becomes a, a long running kind of thing with Oliver holding the secret in because in understanding that yo, I was a deadbeat dad, uh, and you get more yeah. later on the runs, you find out more about how where that came from, and how that happened there, um, and it, but it's it's one of those things that you get these you get these struggles with Oliver and under and and the struggles of where he's at and and in his mind and what he's trying to do, and it, and it also again while we say that it it, it it's good to have you remember your history. Because remember, in the grow run, you know, one of the things between Oliver and Tina was he wanted kids. She didn't want them. And the whole thing was, oh, well, you know, and what we do, we can't have kids. And you later find out that was the excuse that Oliver used to abandon Connor, you know? Um, so it's, 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 there's these threads here that, 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 that pull throughout. And when you have these good writers writing these things, you can find these different things in here. Um, so, uh, let's see. Du-du-du. So Oliver, Oliver, uh, one of the things he's doing when he gets, he gets a ring. Um, he gets, uh, there's the, uh, uh, flat uh, Barry had made him, uh, Hal and, um, him, Hal and, and Oliver, uh, rings, flash rings. And then uh, Hal had also left a power ring for all. I love how, like, after he talks to Shane, he's like, so you did it, right? Like, yeah, I did everything. Yeah. Well, everything. Well, the cave in the car. What the fuck was the two big ones? <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, well. Right. It's like, it's like, I wasn't going all the way back in there. I wasn't doing that. Come on. <laughs> I got most of it. It's like, no, I asked you to do all of it, not most of it. So, um, and at that point, at one point, he's going to, you know, fashion a ring out of the diamond and stuff like that and give it to Dinah. He decides not to. Um, and I think the big thing after this is kind of leading into identity crisis, right? Um, and this is probably one of the ones, the few, there's a couple other uh, Oliver moments in other uh, um, Justice League stuff, because he's obviously a member of the Justice League. Um, we're probably not going to cover a whole lot of them. We'll probably mention them here and there, but I think identity well, crisis is the big it's one. It's also important to mention here, because it happens in the first arc, we haven't mentioned it yet. Mia Dearden. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Yes. We get the Oliver Queen school of picking up strays continues to grow. Yes. As an HIV positive woman who's on the streets has come to live with him and trained to be the new Speedy. Yes. Um, she's becoming a Titan, and that's where she kind of comes in for a identity crisis. Yeah. Um, it's, again, it mimics a lot of what you see with Bruce Wayne. And his sidekicks, the Robins, mm-hmm. and even even some, even outside of that, when you expand into the Batgirls and everything like that, and the family, but it never feels like family. Like to me, when Oliver brings somebody in, for the most part, you find a little bit more with the way they did Roy, but with everybody else, it's kind of like a, it's a family first thing. Like he doesn't want Mia to to become another Speedy. She wants to be. He's like, nope, don't want you to do that. No, you're going to go to school. You're going to do this. It's like, it's a family first thing, not wanting you to be a part of the life. Cause he understands what the life is and what it does. Right. And 
you know, when you see uh, uh, Bruce and the way he looks at the Rummy's like, well, if I don't train them, they're going to just do it themselves or be out there anyway. It, it's a completely different way of how they both handle it. I want to say at one point, oh, was it during? I can't remember what issues it was. I've, I've read so many, it was going back and forth. Right. But there was a moment when um, uh, uh, it was like a conversation that Bruce and Oliver were having once a, to, in, in costume. And at one point, um, uh, Bruce was saying something. I think Bruce said it to Oliver. It's like, yeah, you don't, you, you know, you're a father. He's like, I'm not a father. He's like, you'll, you'll get it when you are, right? And right. and and you see that you know way he had to deal with with Roy and all these other uh, you know all these people, Mia and all these people he brought Connor you know all these things like Oliver slowly builds up a family around himself you know his relationship with Dinah like all these things and um yeah it's 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 a good contrast to seeing someone like Bruce where Bruce Wayne doesn't matter and we said this last time Oliver Queen does matter like Oliver Queen matters almost more than um the green arrow does also because it seems like uh, for a lot of people a lot of people know that oliver queen's the green arrow like it's like i i'm always i'm always uh, when, when you're reading through all these things you read through as many things as you can i'm always confused as to when and where somebody knows that oliver queen is the green arrow and when they don't because it's very loose <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. like bruce and batman um so yeah identity crisis want to get into that Sometimes you say things. We've talked about the things we've talked about this this mini series. Mm-hmm. I know we did the Tim Drake podcast. Yeah, um, we've done it in other podcasts. Wally's. It never gets more. It never gets easy to talk about. No. No. Um. Sue Tiffany's murder, and they don't know who did it, and the heroes are all exhausted. Their resources. But a small cadre of heroes stays behind in the church after the funeral because they think they know who did it. Because it's revealed then to Wally, to Kyle, and to everyone else reading that these heroes in the past had not just mind-wiped villains when their identities were compromised, but they'd full-on altered Arthur Light's brain to make him into a joke. They did this because they caught him raping Sue Dibney on the water. They compounded their problems by brain wipe, mind wiping Batman and inadvertently causing him to create the OMAC program. All in all, a series of very bad decisions by this group of uh, leaguers. One of the one one of the things about this, and where it ties in so much into Oliver, Oliver's pretty much the narrator for some of, of and it's focus point on this because while he was, he's one of the members who knew about the mind wiping. He's one of the ones that voted against it for Doctor Light, but when they voted to do it for Batman, it was unanimous. So with with Oliver being the conscience of the Justice League, him being forced, showing that he made these choices. It was part of it and understood the secret. Um, I think it was very important. I think that's, a, that's a, it's good to have him as a, the thing there. It was also important because there were several different times when, because like when 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 Wally and um, uh, when Wally and Kyle are confronting him about this and they're talking about this, you're like, "Yo, like how did how do you guys keep the secret?" It's like, listen, 
People will only hear what they want to hear. And you're saying that as they're in within, clearly within era, uh, 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 listening distance of, of, of a Superman. It's like, yeah, they just ignore it. It's not to say that they don't know we did this. They do. They hear. And, and the same thing came up with Batman. It's like, weren't you going to tell Batman? It's like, no. He knows too. He's Batman. He's going to figure out what happened. You know, it's like people know and, and pe- people, people listen when they want to listen. They know when they want to know. Like, this is not something from this group of people. We're not hiding something like this from everyone, right? And it kind of blew your lid off of everything because you're like, you're looking at, now you're looking at everybody differently, right? Looking at all these people that you look at, you know, um, as being heroes and being like, when do they turn the blind eye and when they don't? Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, and so, yeah, I thought there were, there were some really good moments in Identity Christ. Like I said, we've talked about this to death, you know. You know, there's there's that one moment when Oliver's uh, asks Hal when he's coming back, and Hal's like, "I'm working on it." Yeah, um, it's it, it's that. It's and there's so much stuff that gets seeded in this early run, like when they get the land room that comes back into play during Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like I know how I get this ring from. Mm-hmm. There's just so much cool small stuff that gets seeded and plays out over the course of it. Um, we saw it happen when. When Wally had to reconcile what that bear is part of the mind line. Mm-hmm. He said, when you said the big guy knew, you didn't mean Superman. Nope, I didn't. Right. Because Hal was his best friend, but Barry was the friend, like, he's that friend in your friend group everyone kind of wants to be like. Mm-hmm. And, man, I just, I really, this run, Identity Crisis is so good. And it's a tough story, and a story, you know, retrospects. Probably could have been told a different way. But at the same time, it it feels worth it because the stories we got out of it, out of the fallout of it all, mm-hmm. were so important. And you're right. It gave you a new... It, it made the Silver Age more realistic to say, of course, Clark knows. Of course, Bruce knows. Well, of course, it's harder to keep these identities. What were we, how do you think we were keeping our identities secret? You know, right, right. We were mind wiping. Those Silver Age stories were like they switch bodies. There, there has to be a logical repercussion for that mm-hmm. if everything's going to matter. Mm-hmm. If everything happens, then we have to reconcile that the wizard knows who Batman is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Other than this, and and we take us some a little bit of time here. There are some other characters we we haven't really gone too much into, and I, and I found this interesting. Like I don't find Oliver doesn't really ha- unlike some of the other big heroes we do and members of Justice League. We don't like obviously you have the big the big numbers, right? You have you have a rogue of a rogue of villains. Oliver really doesn't have a rogue of villains, right? Um, like obviously there's Malcolm Merlin, who's there, but not always. And he's he's in he's in a little bit in. He's in. He's in identity crisis. Talking about some. This is you know the suit. Sue, Sue death is bad for all of us, you know. Um, and yet I mean, he's listed as an arch nemesis and arch enemy for Oliver. But he's not. He's not. He's not like a Joker. It's not somebody you see all the time, particularly in Oliver's solo runs. Um, I think the biggest one that you see so, re- repeated uh, outside of some street level people Count Vertigo. We'll get more into Count Vertigo mm-hmm. going on uh, there a little bit later on. Um. But I just found that interesting that he doesn't, you know, uh, Deathstroke as well. So Slade, uh, I feel like Slade pops up in, you know, Slade can be anybody's good to get mercenary for money. Um, right. But uh, him and uh, Slade has a big, big part in uh, later. Kind of one of 
bawling rogues after dating crisis. Right. He did shoot him in his dead eye, though, to be fair. I mean, to be fair, yeah. After identity crisis, I can understand why. I, I can, too would blow up your house. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can understand why Slade might have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder for all. I get it. You know? Um, after Identity Crisis, I think this is when Judd Winnick takes over in mm-hmm. writing. Um, there's a jail side thing, a Crisis of Conscience a little bit here. Uh, but J- Judd, Runnick, uh, J- Judd Winnick takes over, for, I think, from 20, 2004 to the, 2008 on this. Um, there is... Oh, what do we have in here? Um, again, it's like you bring Oliver back to his roots. You know, you have obviously you're doing more with uh, Mia Dearden. You do get um more with Merlin. Um, also Brick. You know, some of the characters we've seen on Arrow comes in here. Um, and um, after one year later, Oliver becomes mayor of Star City. Um, it's it's a logical extension, a logical step to take because this is always like we covered last time, a politically driven superhero. Mm-hmm. Yes, he had run before for mayor before and lost, but this time he wins. You know, comes mayor queen of Star City. Um, and uh, like he, they kind of they kind of do some some playing around with his histories here, and this gets you more. Uh, of the the stuff with Deathstroke, uh, with uh, Slade being brought in, uh, along with uh the Outsiders, um, which will come up later again in the New Fifty Two run later in, um, and um, he had a, a, a the Sensei Natas, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole arc with that, uh, him being mayor, Deathstroke, and and like you said, Deathstroke really trying to ruin Oliver Queen. Yes. And almost succeeding. It's close. And I love. There's that one scene where uh, when Oliver, when uh, when Slave realizes that they got a um, uh, that Oliver's called in. Like this is the other thing too. I love Oliver handles a lot of stuff himself, but then when he really needs it, he'll call the Justice League. Will come in and and, and, and have his back. Uh, the Justice League shows up to help him, and uh, like you find out that Deathstroke had basically paid eight million dollars for this one device that could set off that had. That when it goes off, it has enough. It has enough of the weaknesses of all the Justice League in him to disable them for a little bit. Like it actually has some some kryptonite in it. So it's like, I don't know what it was, but it had kryptonite in it. It's like, and then you later see, you later see Slate talking. He's like, yeah, we only got a little bit of time before Superman's back up back up and on our trail again. But like, paid eight million dollars. You can only use it once, but it was worth it. Got away, didn't we? Just like Jesus Christ, man. It's like we haven't done we haven't done a death stroke a death stroke. Episode, have we? No, but if, it's, if we do, it'll just be me doing priests 50 issues of like the reminder that this is not a good man. This is not an anti hero. This is not someone who you can write a book about where he saves kittens. This is a fucking mercenary villain who will slit your throat for a dollar. So, so, so that means we do need to do a death stroke. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Clearly, I have point of views that are not agreed with upon by a lot of people who are like, ooh, a fun anti hero Batman. No, he's no, no, he's not no. though. Like, has he been ever been written like that? Yes. Oh, oh. So we'll just look at that. But he's not. He Deathstroke is not. No. He's called. For, he's called a very bad man. He's called Deathstroke, not Bruce Stroke. <laughs> not incapacitated <laughs> Stroke. Right. Death he's stroke. called Deathstroke. All right. 
he does very bad things and it's one of those guys Deadpool without the comedy literally literally Deadpool without the comedy I mean yes (laughs) yes um so uh the series the series ends so after uh so and basically Oliver again doing some slip political moves he um hands the city over to uh a um someone he trusted in the city council uh and he ends the series this, this series ends with him proposing to to Dinah to Black Canary mm-hmm. um you don't get the um answer in that series they then do this thing where they I, I can't remember, how many issues was that Green Arrow Black Canary series I, they broke it. They broke it up into like three parts. I want to say it's probably like thirty-two issues or something like that. Let's see. It's, it's one of the things that's very interesting to me because you, you would think that with a character that keeps has a, a series stopped and started and ending and ends a series, Oliver series. It's not the typical the typical thing you see with series endings. Like his series ends so they can go to the next phase. Exactly. It's 32, you're right. It's 32. Yeah, it's like, it's never like, oh, well, the sales were so bad, so we decided to end this series. It's, no, 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 we're going to something new. We're doing something else. Like, I, I just saw, um, and we'll get to this when we talk about the Rebirth one. I was like, man, they ended up for the issues that was good. They were like, oh, yeah, no, no, we got something else coming up later down the line because that's, yeah, just, just stay tuned. We got more Oliver Queen coming for you. Like, it's, the story's not ending right here. And that's what they do here. So, they end his solo series, but then it turns into um uh the the green arrow black canary series uh which is um basically kind of go for you know you find out that uh you know uh uh canaries did accept oliver's uh proposal yep. but on the wedding night it seemed like she killed him yes and uh there's this whole it, it it's not really convoluted really not there was a shifter and stuff like that and athena kidnapped uh oliver because she was trying to get dinah to join join the furies but then technically it was really um oh uh who oh, oh, oh. it was every man but no no who was the leader of the furies um well, i'm a toronto Black. oh um it was in the sky shadow yeah um no it was um the the older woman um granny uh, not granny goodness what granny goodness yeah Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm doing something different. You're right. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. And it turned out it was her. Like it was. It was. It's like this whole thick, big thing to try to get uh, Dinah, Dinah involved. Um, uh, Connor is shot and yeah. is in a coma, and Oliver. Uh, I mean, Oliver never gets to kind of. Um, Oliver never kind of gets to tell him about you know what happened because there's also this other thing too when when. Um, Oliver left a left a note for left a a, a card for with that picture with him and and Connor from the, when Connor was born. He never got a chance to kind of have that conversation with with uh, Connor about that before Honor, uh, Connor was shot and put into a coma. Um, and um, yeah, let's see. That then goes into Andrew Kreisberg takes over for writing. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, uh, and then when this series ends, we get into another. We get another Green Arrow series, don't we? Into Blackest Night. Yes. Actually, technically, before then, there's so there's Blackest the Night. Splits, yeah. You see what now? Title kind of splits. Yeah, it kind of splits. So you get you get Blackest Night, but then you also get the the Cry for Justice, which basically leads to the, the destruction Ooh. of Star The destruction of Star City, right? 
Now I didn't really read this. I know what happened. You want to? Why you want to go into why you're booing? I didn't bother reading. Prometheus snukes Star City. Broken Arrow kills Prometheus. They take Roy's arm. He eats a cat. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Roy Harper's I mean, daughter. His, his, what did I miss? Yeah. I mean, Roy's daughter dies. So Lillian oh, Harper dies. For no good guy. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. 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 I really don't like Garfield Justice. Yeah. Well, it's also it happened, um, it spun out of what was the uh, yeah James Robinson wrote it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of people were like, oh James Robinson did Starman, it'll be great. It was not. <laughs> I wanted to like because I like Starman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Oliver kills for Prometheus. He gets he, this is where you kind of get Oliver going the dark side. Uh, Canary returns to ring. The marriage is over. Um, and Oliver basically starts living in the woods. The, the, like these these mysterious woods start growing outside where you know after the destruction of Star City, and that's kind of where you pick up this this uh, the the um brightest the, the brightest day Green Arrow run, where you basically have Oliver living in 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 these mysterious woods, uh, you know, trying to trying to. You know, protect Star City. What's left of Star it City? It feels like every other writer tries to make him Robin. Well, that's I mean, he, he literally is Robin Hood at this point. He's literally living in the woods in like as Robin Hood. Yeah, like it's one of those things that I I get. You have to make the jokes about it because it's a, it's a clear connection there. But like, don't make him Robin Hood. Right. Don't have to. Um. So. Da, 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 da. I didn't really go through a whole lot of the brightest day stuff. It's not very good. Yeah. Um, Ollie is basically the protector of these woods that appeared in the crater that was Star City. Um, he is like a bit player in the brightest day larger picture. It involves like the elementals, and then immediately they rebooted the universe. So it really, it really doesn't matter. Well, and and that, and, that, and that's the thing, right? That, and that's what happened when I started getting to this stuff is you start running up against convergence and the beginning of New Fifty Two. And so, when you get these stories, even if, if they were good, they kind of don't matter anymore. Because at this and point... And they don't matter like, oh, you erased my childhood. They don't matter because they were building something that was never going to be paid off. Right. Right. Um, we're not saying they don't matter because we don't like them, which we don't. But we're saying they don't matter because what they're building towards isn't going anywhere. It, 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 it would never be paid off. And so, and so, this is where we get starting with the New 52. Um... Now, I said, I, when, I think Jeff Lemire's run starts uh, with volume four. Yes. And I like that. I wasn't a fan of the first three volumes. And well, we've got to talk about it. No, no, we got to talk. To, we're definitely going to talk about this stuff. And the, and the reason why I wasn't a fan of the first three volumes is because it's the Oliver Queen that I kind of don't care about. It's the rich billionaire Oliver Queen that's vice crime. And the, like, I don't care about that op. Where it's you know what I rereading it, I appreciate it more than I did because it makes the volume four matter more. And, and that's then, what we're gonna say. And, and and so it's not like it's not like it's bad, right? And you definitely need it for what happens in four when he loses all that stuff. Um, but it also made you know the other reason why it 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 it, it bothered me is because it's the same reason I said that I think Oliver Queen stands out from from Bruce Wayne and Batman is he doesn't there. He's just an. It's it's he and and it wasn't even just that he was rich billionaire Oliver Queen. It was rich billionaire Oliver Queen with his own like tech p 
people and all these kind of different tri- uh the, the 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 trick arrows and all that. and i'm just like guys i kind of you know it's over it's not oliver queen you're you've now made him a hawkeye you know it's yeah. like it yeah. it that and, that and again it's not like the and don't get me wrong read the first three volumes they're very important for saying who oliver queen is for when for happens um, but to me, it's just, it's, it's missing the, it's missing the soul of Oliver Queen. But I also think that's the problem that I had with a lot of the beginning stuff for, for New 52. When you restart your universe after having all this stuff leading up to it, and you've started dropping some storylines that were building and going from there, when you restart it, like you're missing some of that stuff and that connection that you kind of built before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it is here. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not Oliver Queen. You know, um, and um, yeah, so that's all I gotta say on that one. And then volume four hits, and well, 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 okay, so I'm not Are gonna you, go into. I don't want to. No, no go into it. No, I, I've gone. Introduce Diggle. You said what now? Introduce Diggle. Was Diggle introduced in those first three volumes, or was yes. it? Yes. Okay. Well, they introduced Green Arrow Volume Five, Number One. Okay. They yeah, have, that's the first issue. He's in the first issue. He is. I don't remember seeing that. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, let me make sure I'm right. No, maybe you're right. No, Diggle. Diggle's later. You might be right. Diggle shows up in issue 24. Sorry. Yeah. So I thought that's what I thought. I thought Diggle, Diggle shows up that's under the Jeff right. Lemire. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, wait. You know who does show? Up, I believe. I think Felicity does. Yes. Felicity shows up early. Yes. Which is interesting because it was one of those things where like we're kind of watching the show feed backwards. Mm-hmm. But I like it because it, it, it paid off. It made it was additive. It wasn't it didn't feel like stunting. It didn't feel like something that shouldn't have happened. It was an additive. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The, the series waking itself around 20 issue 24, or I think where the volume starts, but Jeff Lemire's run, his run on this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and um actually actually she's way later she's not even uh felicity is like 35 um so we're getting all that all the timeline front on this one the but, bottom line is the 52 book is fine yeah it's fine it's green arrow stuff it's fine but if you want to talk about like this like oh, the problem i have with new 52 stuff is one i was reading batman at the same time <laughs> i'm comparing it to scott snyder what he's doing and then two, I'm trying to put this as nicely as possible. It all felt so fucking rushed, man. Yeah. It felt like they were like, let's put all of Ollie's greatest hits in here. And when you're reading books like, even if you do Flash, where they're like, let's try to push it and see what else we can do. It was hard for me to be like, oh, I'm just going to read Screen Arrow book. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't insufficient. It just it felt like it could have been better and bigger, and it, it never made a move to be so. And I guess I, I, I probably have negative connotations towards the entire UPT2 run. There's the, the crossover with Hawkman where you're like, oh, this isn't Hawkman. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The whole thing, it just... I didn't like... I, yeah. I didn't like a lot of it. I, yeah, and, and I think I think you're right on that. Like, so so, 
Uh, Jeffrey Lemire writes uh, volumes four, five, and six, and I really enjoyed those. Um, and you again, I think the again, the, I think the first three volumes, all you said, are fine. They set it up for anything, and then life comes at Oliver fast, like faster than it's yes. been, right? And he has his company taken away from him. He's being charged with murder. Um, remember, the entire time, like Oliver is also a part of the. I'm not reading it at that time, but he's also a part of the Justice League, so he is a Justice League member and all this other stuff. But like, um, life comes out of fast, and you find out that they're, they're, this is when they introduce Komodo, uh, Magus, and the Outsiders are now back, and the Outsiders are now um, this group of several different clans. Uh, one's the the, the Spear Clan, ha- uh, Hatchet Clan, Fist, and all these, and obviously the Arrow Clan. And you find this guy's all, yeah, ties all the way back to Robert Queen and what he was really doing, um, and what he was really searching for. And you find out that Oliver, uh, Robert Queen, his, you know, Oliver's father, set set up everything. Everything in Oliver's life up to this point has been set up by his father. Him being on that island was about his father. When he uh, ended up on the island. And it was being tortured by the guy. It was actually his father in, in a costume, right? And you find out that his father was trying to jumpstart him and, and get him prepared for the coming war that was happening when, when they were trying to get uh, uh, over, over this uh, uniting the clans and, 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 and the outsiders. You also find out this is where you find out about that Shadow uh, and, and uh, Robert Queen had a child together, the, uh, yeah. and that was Amiko. Uh, Komodo uh, took her uh, and started raising her as his own daughter. Um, it's a very compelling story. The whole thing with the outsider and stuff like that, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the it, it, it brings Oliver back to when Oliver is under pressure and when Oliver doesn't have the funds to lean on, I think that's when Oliver becomes good. When he has to basically get back down to basics and being you know, and it being about a guy who can 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 shoot a bow and arrow like no other, this is when it's great. Right. Um, it brings in uh, Katana and the sword. I think she's the Sword Clan. So uh, it's yeah. it's it's a really good uh, three volume run here, and I think they end it with um, the. And I think this goes to where you, what you were saying, like. I feel like in New Fifty Two with these other books, it's like they, they nothing ever came to completion because right. when it ends, right. so when it ends, you have this other story they do like Green Arrow Final Days, where it kind of shows what happens in the future where um, it's been like five years and uh, I think it's um, Amiko is now Green Green Arrow uh, and she's training with uh, Naomi, who's now Dart. And there, um, Oliver comes back and it's like, we have, you know, there's a, there's a final fight with the, the outsiders. We all need to go back to the island, have this fight, and then nothing. It ends. Right. Right. It, it ends there. And I'm like, I kept looking. I was like, yo, what happened after that? What, what, where's the rest of the story? Like, nothing. The, the, when, you pick up, when you pick up the next stuff, and again, it's not a bad thing because Benjamin, Benjamin Percy writes... Um, the end, actually, I want to say, because it's Benjamin Percy writes seven. No, no. Seven is uh, Andrew Kreisberg back. And it feels completely different than the, the, the this is where Felicity comes in and all these other stories. And, 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 uh, and, uh, and I'm like, but what happened to the story we were just telling? Mm. What happened to that story? 
And so, right. like, that's what bothered me when I went back and read these. It's like the the Jeff Lemire stuff is is built some it built something great. It built something that was that that could really be built on. And after that, it just kind of felt like, ah, eh, we're not doing that anymore. You know, not saying that other stuff was bad. It just is jarring. The artwork yes. is jarring. Who Oliver is fighting is jarring. I'm like, we just came back from Oliver fighting, crawling through and, and getting his ass beat and doing all this stuff. And now you're, now you're, what are we doing? Why? Indeed. So, I mean, this is where you, they introduce Richard Dragon. Um, there's some stuff with uh, Vertigo. Uh, Count Vertigo, like, I, I, if there was, if there, they say that is Malcolm Merlin. If there was a, if there was an arch nemesis for, for Oliver Queen, I say it was Count Vertigo. Cause he's in a lot of these yeah. things. And I yeah. feel like Count Vertigo, and it's a good, right? We, and and uh, um, I think he says it one time when you're fighting him in, in Rebirth. He's like, you know, um, you know, Vertigo, best of, you know, one of the things you need to have when you're, you know, to fire, a, a fire off a, an arrow straight from your bow is balance. And what is Count Vertigo? What is his whole thing? It's balance, you know. So it's like to me that that makes him a better arch nemesis for somebody, and he con- constantly shows up in in these series, kind of dealing with things. I think um, uh, Vertigo is the one who's holding Shadow, and so you get this whole thing where Oliver has to uh, take down Count Vertigo, and Vertigo has uh, the device plant- implanted in his head that allows him to. Uh, 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 have his powers, and there was actually a really good. Mm, I can't remember what because I've read it in volume form, so sometimes I'm not really sure if it's an issue or if it's a side, as a side uh, uh, issue or something like that, or just a backstory. They gave the backstory on Count Vertigo. Oh man, that shit was. Oof. Yeah, it was kind of rough, man. Like it's, he was. And the thing is, like <clears throat> you're not. I have a negative relationship with the New Fifty Two stuff. You're not wrong. Like mm-hmm. there's stuff in there that I probably need to go back and enjoy and just enjoy it for what it is more. Mm-hmm. Because that rebirth, son. That rebirth hits and it just hits different. Well, it does because like and this goes this goes for all of rebirth, right? If you take out Batman and a few other characters with their new fifty two stuff, everyone else was completely different. So You'll notice that when we're talking about this Green Arrow New 52 run, there's a name that we haven't mentioned. Dino Lance. Yeah. There is no Black Canary. Sure. <laughs> Nowhere around here. <laughs> you know? And remember, when before New 52, she had just given back Oliver the ring because they had been married. They were married. They were husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And now we come into New 52 and what the fuck? Well, and, so part of that was them putting Dinah on this, what, like the Team X, like maybe Proto Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. You hear this convoluted backstory having her appear as like a Black House person, which pays off in Rebirth a little bit. But like, well, and, and that's, right. but that's what makes Rebirth work, right? Rebirth over here, Rebirth got back to the idea of your past matters. So we're not going to erase all that stuff. We're going to use it, right? And 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 that's how that's why the rebirth stuff I think hits so well. Um, like I said, I really did enjoy those three volumes of the New Fifty Two stuff, but there's no payoff for it. You know, right. there's right. it feels like it's a story 
that kind of doesn't go anywhere. Like, you, and again, we get a little bit of payoff in Rebirth. So when you get into Rebirth and Benjamin Percy's writing, you get Shadow, you get um, Amiko, right? You get you, you and you you get Amiko being Oliver's half sister, uh, and and Oliver and her training with Oliver and her kind of being a better better archer than Oliver. You know, you get that kind of stuff. You get Shadow being, you know, a terrible mother and a terrible stepmother, but also, like, you know, you, you get the, these gray areas here with these characters. You get a payoff for the stuff that happened with Count Vertigo uh, in the Rebirth uh, later yeah. on, right? Like, you get all this, and I think that's what makes Rebirth work so well, is this the one that comes back in and starts filling in some of those gaps? Um, so... Want to hop into the rebirth stuff more fully? You jump in to a mystery. And I love that part. Like issue one of rebirth is almost like a perfect green arrow issue. Mm-hmm. He, Dinan, Emiko take down some bad guys. Oliver's name's involved, so he starts digging. And he eventually gets turned on by his sister and her mother. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is not shade, but you know from that first issue, there's a fucking plan here. They're building something. And they dump Oliver in the water. It's like an issue. Like the things you're talking about where you love the things about Oliver when he's got no money and nowhere to turn. Mm-hmm. This is. They know that. <laughs> yes. They got you. Yeah. They're right. Yeah. 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 Benjamin ben Purchase says, we got you, bro. We can, we can, we will, we'll, we'll, you, you like, you like, you like Oliver when he's down, down in his dumps and doesn't have anybody to turn to? All right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we get. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I, I almost don't want, because it's still kind of fresh. I don't want to go all the way in on this stuff. Yeah, I was but... like, how far do we push here? Because the ninth circle, which becomes a plot line in the show. Yeah. Is so much bigger and scarier. Like when they said it on the show, I know you and I were like, this could get terrified. Right. And they didn't go all the way with it, probably right. for, just from the constraints of that show. Mm-hmm. But man, they make, they, they do a very good job of creating a, a brand new villain that's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and resurrecting a lot of Oliver's past, like Moira Queen is back. Um, there is, it, it's 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 so funny. Like, it, there's still also a lot of Oliver kind of dealing with, you know, just the city. It's he's wait. So they did it as can I remember it was a back and forth. Wait, it was it was Seattle, and then they turned it into Star City. Yes, and then did they ever did they ever turn it back or did they stay stay at a Star City? I can't remember, but I remember the it does start in Seattle, and right. part of the renaming of the city is part of the Nine Circles plan. Right, right. Um, and there's also a specific you know push to not have to lean on people outside. You know, like lean on Hal, lean on 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 Barry, all these people that are back now, right? And we can now have these interactions again. We don't we don't get a lot of that in this in this series. Um, there's a little bit in that er- earlier in the first two volumes, I believe. Um, but um, yeah. And and when you get towards the end, because remember this ties into, obviously it ties into things like uh, 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 
what happened with Heroes in Crisis. Roy, Roy being killed. You know? And, and, and Oliver not get, you get the, and it didn't hit me until I was reading it. I was like, and then when, I, when Superman shows up, I was like, oh, fuck. That was his last chance. That was his last chance to talk to Roy. But it, it goes back to the thing from um, the Roy, and he, when he and Roy are collecting the mementos back way back when in the uh, Meltzer run, mm-hmm. he, he says that he's his own worst enemy. He says, I don't have a rogue tower because I'm my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. All he can do is be honest with Roy. Yeah. But he couldn't do it. But yep. then Roy dies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a very personal arc with, with Oliver going in there. You and and it also kind of addresses things like you know when you had uh, what was it? Um, no surrender. I think when was it? No surrender. I believe so. When uh, the Justice League is 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 out and Oliver wasn't there, and so John gives him a box. And says, this is a box that can take down the Justice League. I need you to protect yeah, that's it. him. Um, and um, that becomes a whole thing at the end of this run. And you kind of you kind of end it with, you know, Oliver realizing the Oliver basically being run out of Star City, and um, pretty much yelling at Johns because yeah, like you guys just made <laughs> the worst enemy of the world, <laughs> Oliver Queen. Yeah, I'm gonna take you guys down. Um. And um, we don't know where we're going to go from here. Uh, we're waiting to see where, where, where the next fallout comes from here. But I like what they did with the character uh, in this Rebirth run. It felt... It pulled so much of the this stuff... This is Green Arrow. Huh? Yeah. This well, is Green Arrow. It pulled in some of the stuff from the previous Grell runs and stuff we've had before, while then also pulling in the good stuff we needed from the New 52. You know, and and again, like the whole thing with Shadow and Amico and things like that, like um, Roy dying, and, and the idea that you know, even at this day, Oliver still has a, had trouble seeing Roy as an adult and as as a partner, right? You know, him trying to change his life and get Dinah to be his partner, but then him having this secret while this box that Johns had given him, he take in the Justice League, and then. Them being put pitted against each other, right? It's just like, you know, yeah. It's 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 a really good run. I don't want to go too much in it. We'll probably do like we're gonna do with the Hal Jordan and the Green Arrow core, and do a whole character corner on that separately. Uh, kind of book club on it separately, um, because it's really something that I, I think people really should go and 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 read. Yeah, this is one of those runs where it's a it's a it's a tight fifty issues. It doesn't cross over. There's nothing going outside of this book. You can just read the 50. And you're going to get Ollie rebuilding himself from the ground up. He literally, he wakes up half dead on an island at the beginning of the second issue. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's rebuilding his life, his connections with his tight family, his connections with the Justice League. Mm-hmm. The hard-traveling hero stuff, I loved it. It was kind of yeah. like Formula Lego. You kind of knew it was going to happen, but fuck it, that's great. Mm-hmm. Formula's only bad if it doesn't work. It yeah. Worked. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. Like I said, Oliver is... It's so funny, and I'm glad we did this after the show ended, because you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. were just like, you know, Oliver makes dumb choices, and, and he's such a, a dick, and I'm like, actually, when I, after going back and reading all this stuff, I'm like, 
Stephen Amell did a great job as Oliver Queen. <laughs> like he did a great job of capturing all of Oliver Queen's hangups. And it's it's stuff you don't get from Bruce, right? Somebody comes and tells Bruce that they're they're an asshole, they're failing the city, they're doing that kind of stuff. Bruce looks at him and goes like, "Motherfucker, okay, whatever. I'm Batman. I don't give a shit." Right? Oliver takes that shit to heart. Oliver looks and sees, "Oh man, I'm not doing the best I can. I am fucking up." You know what? What? How can I fix this? You know, that's how Oliver looks at this that that, that yeah. kind of stuff. And so, um. Yeah. Like, there's a whole thing with, um, <laughs> some of them when, uh, <laughs> uh, when he had, uh, when he confronted, uh, 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 what was her name? Um, Amanda Waller. <laughs> I love yeah. in the book, they're like, <laughs> yeah, seems like I won this, but what really happened was <laughs> she wrote me some device. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. Um, but yeah, Oliver, Oliver Queen is, Oliver Queen is way more complex than um, Bruce Wayne is. And it has to deal with so many other things. Because so many people, I mean, so many people are coming for him because, of, because he's Oliver Queen um, and not because he's Green Arrow. Like, people laugh at him being Green Arrow, but it's, it's, him, it's him being Oliver that, that really matters. So, um, let's see. Um... Oh, we didn't mention this before. I did. I did. This is another really good things from the Kevin Smith run, um, from Quiver. When when Oliver's back and he decides he's gonna take uh, uh, Dinah out on a date, and he shows up, and and uh, Dinah's like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, Oliver's here. So where'd you put him? Put him in the room with Hawkman. She's like, oh my god, they're gonna kill each other. She goes down there and they're both laughing their asses off. Yeah, and a yeah. joke like that was so good. But then also Hogman Carter telling uh, telling um, Oliver is like, "Hey, listen here, man. She's been through a lot. You you fuck with her up. You you, you fuck with her. You mess this up. I'm gonna fuck you up." And that's the thing is that like, for as like on the fringe of the hero community that Ollie was, Dinah's mom is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like Dinah's generational. Like Dinah's someone who like she's the she's been a chair of the Justice League. He'd never be considered for mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great change of pace. He's like like when Catwoman's on the hero side and see her mess with the JLA, like it's always like Batman broader. <laughs> and I'm not calling Oliver Dinah's Catwoman. However, mm-hmm. a case could be made. Uh, yeah, a case definitely could be made. How do you get here? That's Dinah's man. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what kind of powers does he have? He shoots arrows. Oh. Don't we ever have a guy with no powers? No. Rookie. Right. <laughs> does he have gadgets like Batman? No. Is he a detective like Batman? No. Why do he we need He does that? have a punching bag arrow. <laughs> he does have a punching bag arrow. Um But yeah, I mean it's interesting. But it also goes back to the thing with, with John, right? And what John gave him the box, and when the box is empty or quote unquote empty. And Oliver's kinda of looking at him like, You just would you guys just do this just to you felt sorry for me? When we feel important? Mm. You know? So, um, yeah. You got anything else you want to say about Oliver Queen, man? It's fascinating how accurate the depiction, especially the end of Oliver, the end of Arrow, mm-hmm. they were to this character. They were very faithful to kind of where it came from, where he came from, and where he was going, what he's meant to be. 
Um, he is everyone else's conscience, but he's no worse enemy. Mm-hmm. And at the core of it, he genuinely cares. Because when he's mayor, one of the first things he does is mayor of Star City. What is it, Chris? Gay, same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put it for a vote. He doesn't have debates. He says, this town charter can be read a different way. And the way I'm going to read it is, we can do same-sex marriage. Come on down, I'll marry Yeah. It's, it's hard. I'm trying to think of the analogy for him because I wanted to say he's kind of like the quote-unquote woke guy who thinks he's woke, but he is. He's the woke guy who is self-destructive enough and self-aware enough to know that he is self-destructive. Well, so that's the thing we didn't bring too much up in the in the in the rebirth thing, but like what I love, one of the things that I loved about the rebirth run, and we we've talked about this plenty of times. If you ever listen to us talk about the rebirth run of uh, Green Arrow on um, the mailbag or on the pull list episodes, all like that, we brought about when people complain about SJWs. Like Benjamin Percy and the and the team that came after the two people that came after him, right there, they did not shy away from the fact that Oliver Queen was an SAW. And so when people complain about SAW comics, nobody mentioned Oliver Queen. But the only the only SAW that was really called out by as an SAW in that I could see in any of the comics was always Oliver Queen, and he stuck by that. Right? You said he's the woke white guy, but you're like. He actually under, also understands that he's kind of trash. Like the councilman he gave control over what happened was he uh, was basically Slade. Slade was, you know, Slade, Slade in, 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 in this crooked, crooked uh, politician for a positive name had pretty much worked out. Oliver probably going to lose. Oliver uh, ended up resigning before the election, but that meant that. Uh, the person that it would go to would be this council member who had kind of gone. Uh, it was a plan by Oliver. It was a black guy. You know, it's like like Oliver. Um, Oliver understands, and he, and he understands when he's made the mistake, and when he needs to fall back. And like I said, it's it's interesting. It's funny you brought up the whole thing with the gay marriage thing. You know, remember on the show, like he he knew that Will was gay. He's like, you'll tell me when you're ready. Yeah. You know, it's ah boy. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm very surprised and shocked by reading all this stuff about. I was like, yo, I actually really like Oliver Queen. I actually, you know, it's pretty good here. You know, he's not just some liberal hothead who yells at the Justice League because <laughs> he's an asshole. It's like he actually makes some good points here. You know, so. Um, that's all I got, man. Um, let's see, what do we have? I think coming up next, we're going to start the How Jordan and the and the Green Lantern Corps run. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah. I, I it's one of my favorite runs in the last four or five years. Um, it's just pure green air, green lantern goodness. Just the same way, the, the same way I regard the rebirth green arrow. And I'm, I keep saying this, and I don't want to be shitting on the fifty-two one, but personally, that team, man, they they knocked it out of the fucking park with those fifty issues. And again, I think I think it's, it's a it's a thing that we've seen what they've done with you know what they've done with rebirth that kind of helps as well, consistency. Consistency of a writing yeah. team to tell the story. Because here's the thing: so this, this, uh, the rebirth run goes to fifty. The last two volumes, I think the the last the last uh, set of issues are going to be put into a volume form. I think comes out on the fifth, um, the fifth of February. Um, the last two volumes aren't written by Benjamin Percy. Benjamin Percy's run ends, I want to say, like at issue forty two or something like that. 
Yeah. Um, but it's clear that he got to tell his story because it's, yes. it's the end of the arc with uh, the Ninth Circle and things like that. And then the last two volumes are dealing with um, uh, Oliver in the box and, and Dinah and things like that and, and cleaning that stuff up. But but by letting him tell that uh, the story, the, the long story of those 42 issues or something like that, um, you, you get the full story. You get Oliver's story and the story that Benjamin Percy was trying to tell, and you get a completion to that arc. And then what those last two volumes do, what the last two volumes come in, and now it ties everything else up together. Yep. So that those first, those first, uh, so I think it's a total of seven volumes. So the first five volumes are this kind of new story that kind of brings everything together from tying some things together and things like that. The last two volumes tie Oliver back to the entire rebirth world and the Justice League and things like that, while also bringing in some things from those previous runs, like Count Vertigo and things like that. So it's like, like the, we mentioned, but the Count Vertigo thing, when like Count Vertigo uh, it started contracting his powers, got his powers all, was fucking up Star City, and he didn't want Oliver, he didn't want Oliver Queen, he wanted Roy Harper. He wanted Roy, and eventually you find out because, you know, Vertigo and Roy were in rehab. And and Roy's arc in the New 52 through Rebirth is one of the most interesting ones. Yeah. His sponsor was Killer Croc. Yeah. So at one point they read it in the Outlaws, they fight Killer Croc, and, and Roy's like, hey, stop it. What's up? Wait, we need to talk? <laughs> yeah. Let's go to a meeting. Yo, Oliver, Oliver, tell, Oliver tells Count, yeah, Roy died. Yeah. And Count immediately stops. Like, it's. Yeah, that's why I said I, I want to do There's a little humanity to even the fantastic characters when they appear in this book. Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, it's that that kind of humanity that you know, like Vertigo is got all these new powers. Fuck, you're like, oh my god, like Count Vertigo is going to fuck people up. And if he finds out Roy's dead, he's going to go to the next person. He's like, no, he stopped. I mean, Oliver still punched him because he says some like I'm not gonna say Count Count does get like one good shot in like. The the worst thing that Count Virgo does in those two in those in those issues is that line he says to Oliver about basically like, huh, couldn't even save Roy. Could he? It's, it's I can't I can't no. remember exactly what he said to him, but he says something, and I'm just like, ooh, you, like you might get season one. <laughs> you may want to relax. Ooh, I was like, ooh, that was that was awfully aggressive there, Virgo. <laughs> Good. I'm like, shit I'm like, ooh, that was a, that was, that was, wow. <laughs> it's like kicking a man while he's down. Jesus, man. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just like I said, it's been really interesting seeing how, um, all this stuff ties together, and um, yeah, it was good. So, um, all right, well, folks, there you guys have it. That is uh. Our Green Arrow Part Two. Uh, again, make sure you guys subscribe to the Character Corner on uh, Super Tuesday. Oh, not Super Tuesday. On iTunes or uh, Spotify. This is over there, and we will be back soon. We're gonna. I, I have it broken out somewhere. I can't remember how many um, episodes we're gonna do on Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps uh, Rebirth Run. But uh, stay tuned for that uh, coming out soon. So, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening, and until next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>